This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Wednesday, August 24th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew Dewaskin. Matt, how you doing? Dylan, I'm... I've, I've got lots to talk about. Okay, perfect. You you were just mentioning this to me. Would you say yeah. you have hot takes or just important takes? Nah, I neither. Okay. But okay, takes. first, we, we missed a news story, and you know, given the nature of this podcast, we really should have covered this. Okay, what did we drop the ball on? Have you heard what happened with Danny Valencia? I did see that, yeah. And it hap- the news came out Sunday, we recorded Sunday mornings, yeah. but we should have got to it on... Uh, on Tuesday's episode, on the last episode. Yes. Good, yeah. Danny Valencia and Billy Butler had a scuffle, is I guess what you would call it, right? Apparently, well, apparently a bit more than that. Apparently Butler's in the concussion protocol. Yeah, he got he got punched or whacked or enough to not play baseball. So yes. something happened. So anyway, apparently Butler ratted out Valencia to a, an equipment rep. Yeah, about not using the sponsored something something. Uh, Spikes, I think, is what it was. Yeah. And Valencia took issue with this. Said snitches get stitches, right? And, and basically... Apparently, literally, potentially. Who knows? So... Yeah. And, and he hurt poor Billy Butler bad enough to... Well, first off, I, I, I've, I've really... I, I, gotta, I gotta throw the flag on Billy Butler there. Okay, for for telling on him, for ratting on him. There's no reason to do that to a teammate. Sure, we don't know the nature of how it happened. Of if if he like flagged somebody down and said, "Hey, he's not doing it," or if it got mentioned on accident, who knows? But in general, yes, you don't want to do that. I, I mean, especially for something that makes somebody money. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, I mean, I I get it. Yeah, he, you know, if he's being paid to sponsor, you know, by being you know paid by the sponsor, given product from the sponsor. He probably should be using it, but even still, I yeah, I, I don't think I don't think this makes Butler look all that great of a teammate, honestly. No, but apparently the word is that Valencia is not doesn't have the best reputation in the clubhouse either. No, he's not. There's, apparently, it's the reason he's bounced around from team to team because he's a bit of a hothead. So he'll probably be manning left field for the White Sox next season. Yeah, perfect, perfect clubhouse guy in there. We'll be good. Uh... Yeah, whatever you if he played instead of Avisel Garcia, he wouldn't mind. Oh no, I would welcome. He's a one's a productive player, the other is not. Yeah, you're like, how bad in the clubhouse can he be? He'd be fine there. Yeah. Could he be worse than Chris Hale? <laughs> don't know. I don't know. Don't know. Uh, that would be interesting for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anything else uh, on your mind before we get into these picks? Oh, uh, we we did okay for ourselves yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, we we did not do bad. Not too bad. John Gray got all those strikeouts. He wasn't excellent, but he definitely got all those strikeouts. He racked up a ton of points. Yeah, that, you know, he wasn't Sterling, but weren't expecting him to be, but that matchup against the Brewers meant strikeout city, and that was points for you if you went there. Um, uh, Omar Narvez had a double. He did. A dude who, 24 hours ago, I didn't know existed, showed up on recommendation and got you some... Honestly, uh, that your, your reaction to the Narvaez pick was one of the funniest things I've ever heard. I, I don't watch enough White Sox baseball, apparently, because I was I like, I don't... You, but uh, just just the fact that you honestly thought I made up a name. Just... I didn't honestly think you had, but I, I honestly thought it was... Jerk! 
I thought it was possible. I wasn't convinced that you had made it up, but I was open to the possibility. Did you make that name up, Matt? <laughs> uh, I, I thought well, it was. I wouldn't, I wouldn't betray the listeners like that. I wouldn't pull Billy Butler. That's true. That's true. Uh, no, I didn't think you had, but I was open open to the, the concept. You tried to convince me last week that the White Sox had a record for going four seasons in a row without a manager or something. And for half a second, I was like, is that a thing? Oh, that was, that was clearly a joke. Yeah, well, that was at least through text. But every once in a while, I'm like, wait, what? No, maybe I'm just gullible. Maybe this tells more about me than it does about you, for sure. Uh, but yes, Omar Narvez, extra base hit. Got you some points. I was, yeah, not posted zero. I was just pleased by that. That's all I yeah. think about. Yeah, you, you should have been. Justin Morneau hit a home run. Yeah. Michael Saunders hit a home run. Yes. If you, not off Tyler Skaggs, but... Brian Dozier had a big day, slamming legs, homer, and a steal. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. It was a good day to listen to us, apparently. Um, so, some we have our moments. better than others. We have our moments, uh, for we sure. Do. We had a few inspired moments. Uh, yeah, awesome. I, I had your Adriano Ventura doing well. Okay. Yeah, there you go. You and then it. we had some comments because we had talked about Anthony Ronaldo, who was on the schedule and ended up being Carlos Rodon instead. You know, that happens. Sorry. Nobody was upset. It just happens. Yeah, victim of the schedule. You know, I, yeah. I, we, we absolutely would have changed things up if we knew it was Rodon. My yeah. schedule said, Ronaldo, said it was the great Ronaldo. Your schedule said it was the great Ronaldo. So. Yeah. It happens. It's part of podcasting in advance. Um, all right. Well, we're going to podcast in advance for Wednesday, the 24th. Uh, and there's five games in the morning, which is right on the level of trying to do DFS on it. But we're going to skip these five games in the morning. They're their own mini slate. Five's pretty small. Uh, we'll, we'll get back to them when we talk about streaming pitchers. But uh, for DFS purposes, we're looking at the evening slate. That's a, not a full slate, obviously, but plenty. That's ten games to pick from in the evening, two-thirds of the schedule. And uh, I didn't have a million hitter picks. I don't know how you did. It felt kind of pitcher-heavy to me. What about you? Some positions are better than others. Outfield is kind of sparse. Yeah. I I had trouble at shortstop, but that's the trouble. Oh, so I, I have three names. I'm not sure I would play any of them, honestly. I think I... We'll get there. We'll find things to do. Um we start at catcher, so in this 10-game slate in the evening, Matt, uh, who are you looking at at catcher for Wednesday? I like uh, Wilson Ramos versus Wade Miley. Absolutely. Put put a star on that one. Should be just fine. Yeah, it, you're going to pay for it, but it's it's if there ever there was a day to play full price for a catcher, it's probably tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Or today. Sure. It's Wednesday. Wednesday, correct. Wednesday is the day to pay full price for a catcher. Uh, JT Riomuto versus Dylan G. I didn't write it, but I have no problem with it. No reason not it's, to be okay with that. Ready and ready, and Dylan G has been awful. Yeah, he's he's not been good. Okay, uh, Sandy Leon versus Matt Andresi. Okay, I didn't write that, and I have no excuse. Uh, he should be just fine. Any any Red Sox you like against Matt Andresi, I'm not sure that he can handle starting. Should be fine. I you know his ERA is sub four right now. I don't think it will be after tomorrow. No, it, again, like he's been a good reliever. But uh, this year, yeah. But I, I don't think starting is for him, and I think starting as the Red Sox is going to be a bad time. Agreed. So. I have Cameron Rupp versus James Shields. Yeah. Speaking of pitchers that have had a hard time, he's, uh, <laughs> he's gone back to June. James Shields, and yeah, Cameron Rupp prefers lefties, but it's not been a slouch against righties. You can take him there. 
And on, on the other side, if o Omar Narvez sneaks in there against Jared Eikhoff, I kind of like it. Okay. It's a lefty, right? What do you mean, it's a lefty? He's left-handed. Who does? Omar Narvez is left-handed. He's, he's, in fact, left-handed. That is what you want against uh, against Jared Eikhoff. So, Correct. yes, that would be just fine. If you want to go cheap and capture, I think that's a totally viable and When option. I say cheap, I mean, like, bottom of the barrel. Like, yeah. probably one of the cheapest catchers listed. If he hits a double, it gets you some points here in business. Um, Better than zero, bro. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the only name I had you did not mention is if you want to pay for Jonathan Lucroy getting Tim Adelman and the Reds bullpen in Cincinnati, you're going to pay for it, and I think it's totally fine. He's awesome, and that's going to be a good matchup for them. There's going to be points they had there. So, no issues there. Uh, Agreed. Yeah. Um, okay, on to first base, Matt. Who are you looking at at first base? Okay. Starting with Edwin Encarnacion versus Matt Shoemaker. Okay. Uh, we. I want Shoemaker to be better, but the strikeouts have disappeared. He's still right. competent, but... He's also had struggles with uh, righties this year, and Edwin likes to hit righties, so that's a just-fine matchup, I'd say, yeah? Correct. Yeah. Uh, David Ortiz versus Matt Andresi? Yep, going to be just fine, absolutely. Miguel Cabrera versus Tyler Duffy? Right, and Tyler Duffy's thing, again, he's right-handed but struggles with righties? Correct. Yeah, so, and Miggy's been hitting righties this year, so that's another one like the mm-hmm. Encarnacion thing where it matches up perfectly. It's a horrific matchup for Tyler Duffy. It's going to go badly. Probably, yes. Uh, next up, I actually have some cheap picks at first base. Perfect. We don't do that that often, but I'm into it. I have uh, Mitch Moreland versus Tim Edelman. Tim Edelman, yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's Edelman or Edelman, but it is Tim. Um, yeah, I wrote that down. He's been good. He's heated up. He's been fine. Uh, not usually one of our popular picks at first base, but I think he'll be A-OK no, in I Cincinnati. I don't mentioned him very much this season. And that, well, he was real bad earlier, but he's, he's turned it around in the second half. Oh. So, uh, no, I, I trust that. I'm going Tommy Joseph versus James Shields. Okay. Uh, I like him more against lefties, but you pointed out yesterday, you know, with the DH, you should get in there, and it is James Shields. So Yeah, uh, it, that's, I think that's the point more than anything, is it? It's James Shields. Yeah, I think if you want to go cheap there, you can do that. And lastly, one more time, why not? Justin Murnau versus Jared Eikhoff. I Left-handed, and he gets Eikhoff. I'm fine with that. And the Phillies bullpen, which is not that good. Not great, so. Yeah, I had uh, Morneau as well. You took all the names I had written down at first yeah. base. I like all this. That's good. Um, okay, how about second base? What are you looking at? Okay. Starting with uh, Rugnet Odor versus Tim Edelman. Yep. Even if you don't love Rugnet Odor, it's just, you know, that, that matchup in Cincinnati is going to be plenty of points. Agreed. Uh, Devin Travis versus Shoemaker. Sure. Righty on righty, which should be fine. Uh, Derek Dietrich versus Dylan G. Okay, I also have D. Gordon. If if there's a hitter in the Miami lineup you trust, I I think it's fine against Dylan G. Mm, agreed. Uh, Dustin Pedroia versus Matt Andresi. Yep, batting up you know near the top of that lineup and plenty of runs there. That's pretty and good. Brian Dozier versus Matt Boyd. Yeah, Brian Dozier's been on fire. He's been good and he loves to hit lefties. He's going to be pretty good there too. So mm, agreed. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, only name I had you didn't. What about Ian Kinsler getting Tyler Duffy, righty on righty? I'm not, actually, I wrote it down, but I, 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 I meant to write it down, but I ran out of room in my, my notebook. That's how many second base options there are. <laughs> Matt ran out of room. Well, no, actually, down. there were a couple I scratched off because I was wrong. Uh, okay. Uh, but Ian Kinsler is going to be just fine there in another big matchup, right? I would hope so, yes. So second base and first base, plenty of options, even at catcher. Uh, I agree. Third base, I wrote four names down, though. This is the left side of the infield is a little bit trickier for me. Okay. What are you looking at at third base? I'm starting with Josh Johnson versus Matt Shoemaker. 
Okay, you can do that. That's the righty on righty. Uh, Anthony Rendon versus Wade Miley. Yeah, Rendon getting a lefty should be just fine. I like that. Any other third baseman for you? No, do you have any other names? You can take Trevor Plouffe getting Matt Boyd. Uh, you oh, know, getting yeah. a lefty. Plouffe is a little more viable against lefties. Would be okay. You know, it's a cheap, a cheaper, fine option. Not exciting. And uh, Miguel Sano's kind of an outfielder, kind of a third baseman. Depending on your format, if he fits at third, I'd take him against Matt Boyd, the lefty, also. Um, How do you feel about Michael Franco versus Jim Shields? I prefer him against a lefty, but Jim Shields yeah. has been so bad. Jim Shields is so bad that, yeah, pick a warm body. I think there could be points there, for sure. So I, many fly I think balls. There points there. Yeah, I, I could see him running into one, but yeah. I'm not loving it, honestly. Yeah. But I'm, I'm generally a big Franco fan. How about your boy Travis Shaw getting Matt Andreessy? Lefty on righty? Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I've yeah. been okay with, uh, with David Ortiz and Sandy Leon. Why wouldn't I? Yeah. Um, the last name I had is Jake Lamb getting Julio Tehran, but again, Jake Lamb's been so cold. I wanted to figure uh, it out. He had two doubles on Tuesday. He did. He's waking up on Tuesday, maybe, but it was his first multi-hit game in, like, weeks. Uh, and, yeah, in Tehran's weaknesses to lefties, so you can do it, but he's been cold, so so I was not as enthusiastic as I would have been a month or two ago. Um, okay, on the shortstop, I wrote two names down, Matt. Shortstop's tough. Okay. Uh, I wrote Xander Bogarts getting Matt Andreessy. It's a lot to pay for a matchup I don't love because I would rather have him get a lefty and Andreessy can be competent. Um, but you could do that. I'm not going to tell you not to do that. The only name I kind of actually like is Jorge Polanco getting Matt Boyd. Uh, Jorge Polanco's been pretty decent this year. He's hit lefties better than he's hit righties. I, you can do that. I'm I'm not excited about it, you know. I'm not like feeling good when I click that one, but I think that is an option on this day where I really did not have a ton of options that I like for Wednesday. I'm putting Jorge Polanco. Okay, if any of the Phillies lefty infielders sneak in there against Shields, I would be okay with them. Mm-hmm. Sure, like Cesar Hernandez. Uh, Andres Blanco. Yeah, my guy. Your guy. You do never like plays. Him. You do like him, but he's he's okay. Yeah, um, I, I also had a couple more expensive options too. Okay, uh, Troy Tulowitzki versus Matt Shoemaker, I was okay with. You can do that. Yeah, and I worked on Manny Machado versus Tanner Roark. Okay, I don't love it, but there's not a day where Machado can't have a big day. So and Roark is a righty who's you know if you're going to attack him, it's been with righties this year. You know he's like death to all things left-handed. Mm-hmm. If you're looking to spend there, I personally I would probably roll with you know Polanco. I think I I, I love. You know, the Phillies' cheap picks, I like. It's a rough shortstop day. Yeah. If you absolutely have to spend, I think I'd prefer Tulo, honestly. Okay, yeah. You could see them getting Matt Shoemaker. I want Matt Shoemaker to be better, and he can be, but he struggled with righties, and it's such a right-handed lineup that... Yeah, it's a rough matchup for him. It really is. It could go badly. It's a rough matchup for most people, but he has struggled with righties there. So shortstop's tough. I'm fine with going cheap there, and my cheap pick is Jorge Blanco. Um, but if you want to go with a Phillies guy, I think that's fine, too. Okay, and then in the outfield, Matt, you mentioned you had trouble in the outfield. Who are the picks you did like in the outfield? Okay, we've got Nomar Mazar versus Tim Edelman. Yep, he's cooled off a little bit, but he certainly hasn't gotten bad, and I think that matchup's strong enough that it's I'm totally fine with it. I've also got Carlos Beltran. If he sneaks in there, this is in Cincinnati. They do not have a DH, mm-hmm. so be careful. Yeah, but if he's in, he should be fine. Agreed. Uh, Red Sox outfield versus Andreessy. It's uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. and Mookie Betts. You know what? Andrew Benintendi has not been bad at all. He's a top prospect. Wasn't sure he was going to be great when he made the jump. You know, uh, so far so good. So if you take one, any of them, I'm fine with any of them. 
Twins Outfield versus Matt Boyd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm fine with that, too. Grossman Sano in particular. Yeah. On the other side, uh, J.D. Martinez versus Tyler Duffy. Mm-hmm. I was trying to find more Tigers that I like because they're so right-handed, but uh, I'm fine with that for sure. Christian Yelch versus Dylan G. I had that down, absolutely. Uh, Adam Eaton versus Jared Eikhoff. Yeah, left-hander getting Eikhoff will be good. Mm-hmm. And Odubel Herrera getting James Shields. Okay, I'm into that too, yeah. The only guy I... I, I had a few guys do it. Um, you could take Mets outfielders against Carlos Martinez, Granderson, and Bruce because he has a weakness to lefties, but they are yeah, not inspiring. Yeah, yeah, that, that's acceptable to me, yes. It's acceptable, but it's boring. They're, they are not thrilling in any way. Um, only other name I really like you didn't mention is Jason Worth getting Wade Miley. Uh, Jason right. Worth is dim. Been good, and he hits lefties, and Wade Miley's been bad. It's going to be fine. So I'm in on Jason Worth there, getting Wade Miley, for sure. And I would say Trey Turner, who's right-handed, but he has preferred righties so far in his short career. So not enthusiastic about it, but could be fine. Okay, Matt, let's look at these pitchers, because I think there's a bunch. There's plenty of places to go. Matt Shoemaker we like, but not in Toronto, right? No way? Correct, not in Toronto. Okay, Tanner Roark gets the Orioles. Are you thinking about this? I kind of like it for him, honestly. It's it's in Washington, so no DH, so mm-hmm. he's have to worry about Pedro Alvarez. Yes. And he's he's been brutal on lefties. That's where a lot of the power is in, in you know, some of the power is in Baltimore, I'd say. He has a two eight seven ERA on the air. Like, he's just... He's been good, undeniably good. He's just not there, though. Yeah, 130 strikeouts in 163 innings, so not not a great you know strikeout rate, but not not an ace of the day by any means, but it should be just fine. Um, no, okay, but I don't know if I want to pay for it against Baltimore. Yeah, I, I should I should go with the aces first. So you Darvish goes to Cincinnati, should get plenty of run support. Any hesitation there? Should be fine. Love it. Yeah. Jose mm-hmm. Fernandez gets the Royals at home. He's even more incredible at home. Should be fine, right? Yeah, should be. Love okay. it. No DH. Love it. Uh, Johnny Cueto getting the Dodgers. Is he good enough to go no matter what? Yeah. It's not a great matchup, but I, he's borderline matchup proof this year. Two nine zero ERA. I I I'm fine with it. I trust it. Strikeouts down a little bit lately, but if you want to go Johnny Cueto, there's he has a good chance of you know getting you your value back. Zach Greinke gets the Braves at home. Are you considering Zach Greinke here? I think you got to consider just anybody against the Braves. Yeah, last time out in that uh, Padres matchup, seven innings, two runs, eight strikeouts. Not ace-like, but I think he can take the Braves on. It'll be okay. Are you thinking about Jacob deGrom going to St. Louis to get the Cardinals? I'm okay with it. Yeah, uh, Cardinals are a little beat up. He has a two seven three ERA on the air. Like, you know, he got blown up last time in San Francisco. He gave up eight runs last time out, and his ERA is still at two seven three. Like, deGrom's going right. to be fine. Um, so those are the obvious ones. I mean, Marco Estrada gets the Angels. That's a total two thumbs up, right? Yes, love it. Uh, he, he has no platoon split, and they don't have any offense. Yeah, so he's going to be fine there. How about Rick Porcello going to Tampa Bay? I'm I'm fine with Porky. Yeah, and should hopefully get some uh, run support against Manandresi. He's been good this oh, year. Yes. A lot of good pitching options here today. Um, so if we're trying to get sneakier, we're trying to get through all these obvious ones, trying to cross them off the list. Would you consider... Okay, how about Carlos Martinez getting the Mets? They have a fair amount of lefties, but they're all bad. Like, are you okay with Carlos Martinez? I think I am, yeah. Yeah. He has a 3-2-4 ERA on the air. Again, there's a, there's a platoon split, but the bats he has to be scared of are Granderson and Bruce, and I think he'll be fine. Um, I'm just checking all these guys off, because there's a bunch of good ones. Uh, Julio Tehran going to Arizona is interesting to me just because it dominates righties, and they just don't have that many left-handed, you know, hitters. 
You have to look up for right. Jake Lamb, who's been cold. I mean, I'm thinking about Julio Tehran going to the desert. It, again, you're you're trying to be alternative in this day of all these other good uh, pitchers. Would you consider Julio Tehran going to Arizona? It's Michael Bourne. It's Jake Lamb. Yeah, and that's that about it. it. Yeah, that is literally all it right now. Hitter, but I'd be con- I'd, honestly, I'd be concerned that he's probably not going to get the win. I'm not going to get those points. That's true. If you're in a format where you need the win, uh, that's going to be tough to come by. But he has a two nine zero ERA on the year. He has had one start since he came back, five innings, three runs. But he handles righties well enough that it might be a sneaky good matchup for him. I'd think about it. Um, last couple names on my list here. Actually, I think I have one left, and it's my favorite, most interesting one of the day. Rich Hill is scheduled to start for the Dodgers against the Giants. And Rich Hill has been scheduled to start, I feel like, three or four times now for the Dodgers and keeps getting scratched. So uh, let's hope it happens. Has not happened yet. But um, are you thinking about Rich Hill? Would be He started on July 17th, but he did not even get an out. He threw five pitches. And then his last start before that was July 7th. Are you thinking about Rich Hill getting the Dodgers? I would like a better matchup for him, honestly. The Giants, I wish they struck out more, but yeah, their, their that, offense that, doesn't scare me. That's what I was getting at, yeah. yeah. The upside is not quite there. There's so many good pitching options that I'm not pumped on it, but I don't think you're, if you're, I don't think you're crazy to do it. I think in a GPP, there's no reason he can't have a good outing if he's healthy, but that's a big if. Uh, yeah, so I'm thinking about it. I'm not as excited as I usually would be, but I, I'm excited that he's starting, but I'm not, you know, running out to, to start him. So it is the return of Rich Hill, and I, I hope it is glorious. I want to see him pitch in October. Um, Matt, is there anybody else on the slate that you're even, like, considering? You don't want Matt Boyd. You don't want Matt Andreese. You don't want Dylan G. You don't want no. Wade Miley. Like, there's a lot of good pitchers. Uh, those aren't them, though. They are not. Yeah. Okay. And then, oh, we got to pick uh, streaming guys. So, right. uh, well, we could, I mean, you don't want Jared Eikhoff against the White Sox, do you? I do not. Okay. So Jared Eikhoff and James Shields are eligible. We're not going near that. Matt Andreese's eligible. Don't think we like that. Matt Shoemaker's still eligible. Don't like that matchup. Your boy Kendall Graveman is eligible, and he gets the Indians coming off his two-hit Maddox against the White Sox. Zach <laughs> Davies gets the Rockies at home. And Tyler Anderson is opposite him. Tyler Anderson pitched on the road against those brewers that strike out all the time. Tyler Anderson is probably the clever pick here during the day for a streamer, isn't it? Yes. Sorry we keep agreeing he's a three six nine ERA uh, on the year, but he's been uh, pretty good. Uh, he's actually been worse away from Coors, but I'm not worried about that. Uh, I, I trust him. And again, this, this Brewers team that just has the, the upside of so many strikeouts... And Tyler Anderson has 67 strikeouts to 18 walks. I like his peripherals. So uh, we'll take Tyler Anderson there. But I would think about Zach Davies. I'd consider it. But just not the same upside at all. Matt, do you have anything else before we get out of here for Wednesday? No, I, th- I think we were in pretty well, Dylan. Yeah. That's everything I had to cover. That's good. All right. Matt is on Twitter at MattD underscore DFS. I am on Twitter at HigginsFOS. Love hearing from you guys. Talking baseball. Talking wrestling. Talking whatever you want to talk about. Uh... Well, like you tweeting at us. That should do it for us. For Matt, I'm Dylan. Good luck with your picks, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit fangraphs.com slash fantasy, or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs. <laughs> they're playing, uh, I looked it up, you know who they're playing at their base? I'm afraid to...
No, I don't. They're playing Eric Ibar at shortstop. So uh, they're playing Casey McGee at third base. Oh, God. I know. I didn't know he was in the league. I know. I saw that today and was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. I, so. Honestly, I was... I know. If you would ask me if he's retired, I would have said yes. Yeah. Well, he's playing third base for the Tigers right now. 